Welcome to Shoot the Messengers with Chuck and Red. Straight talk with no filters. Where no topic is too sensitive. If you like your shots with no chasers, this is the podcast for you. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did your hood show you love? Did the hoes say you fly? If your friends say you loyal, throw your worldies in the sky for the trellis. For the trellis. Right, happy Sunday, fun day. How are you? I'm doing just great, man. First of all, I'm on that ass because um, you got these goddamn silver clips in your hair. I wish every, I can't <laughs> wait until we get the video because the motherfuckers need to see these clips. I, mean, I gotta hold this shit up all week, dog. So hey, if I ain't at work, clips is in. In the gym, clips is in. They went, have to see these goddamn clips. Nigga, I went to the grocery store today. Clips, clips in. <laughs> Motherfuckers <laughs> lucky I ain't had no goddamn on bonnet on for real. But listen, I, I also want to talk about how the lady yesterday stopped you in the street. You street. Listen, I know deep, deep down, bitches be angry. Like, she was like, oh my God, like what? Like who, who did your hair? Did your hair? I was like, it, yeah. the, the, the curls, their... She said they're bouncing. They're bouncing. <laughs> they're moisturized. Like, I see you. She was mad. You want to know why? Because her shit was dry. Because her shit was, not only was it dry, it was dry and shorter than yours. Mm. She, she couldn't figure it out. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like what, what? I don't understand why either. Because I'm like, it's really simple. It's absolutely simple. Like, it's like, drink water, mind your business, and your hair grows. Right. It's really... It, so that's how I know. She's not... Well, one, I knew she wasn't drinking a lot of water because she was a little round. Mm-hmm. And her skin was dry. So she wasn't drinking water. She wasn't drinking no water. I knew she wasn't minding her, bidget, her business, business because her edges was thin. Oh, shit. So that's a tell sign right there? Mm-hmm. Oh, so it just... Mm-hmm. If, hey, mm-hmm. mind your own business if you want strong edges. Yeah, I knew it. You can always tell a nosy hoe. The edges is thin. Done. Mm-hmm. Edge is non-existent. Refuse to mind. A bitch that refuse to mind a business. Edges on strike. Bitches is in the car right now, checking out their edges. Like and saying like, I haven't been minding mine the way I should be. You could tell. No, but I'm really, I'm really, really happy. The weather has been bomb. Been awesome. Yes. Phenomenal. Yesterday was great. Mm-hmm. It was, yesterday was perfect, I think. It wasn't. Too hot, and it was supposed to be really, really hot. It was supposed to be hotter than it was. No, yesterday was good. So let's. So yesterday we did the henny crawl. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different than the normal crawls that we do. It was, and the reason, the number one reason why is because all of the spots were not open until a certain time. Until a certain time, which was kind of weak, because it kind of forced you to either stay at this one spot, deviate, and go other places. Yo, until you had to, we had to go outside the crawl to get to the crawl. Right. Like to enjoy it, and I'd rather pay a, I'd rather pay an expensive ticket and then drinks be like even if it's just one drink per spot is yes. free versus I bought a ticket, you give me this half ass Hennessy shot, and then I got bought all my shot, all my drinks after that. Yes. Like I'd rather just pay a fifty dollar ticket honestly, yes. and then don't have to worry about that. Shit, Correct. Man. And I tried to explain that to the people. I was like, this is very different, and they were like, what do you mean? I was like, no. You pay your ticket, you get your lane with your punch card, and every spot you go, you get, get a, drink. a drink. They were like, what? What is that? I was like, y'all niggas have never done, like, the, the margarita march, the, the whiskey, whiskey walk, walk, bourbon bash. I was like, 
obviously somebody has because y'all didn't come up with this shit right. by yourself. Somebody saw that. And maybe you can't do it with Hennessy because maybe Hennessy's top shelf and or just make the tickets more expensive. It's Hennessy. Like niggas who like Hennessy listen, go and buy the tickets. Stadium does mm. Hennessy for 50 cent on Thursdays. Mm. There's like nothing that you right. can say to me. Yeah, and then bought, I mean, and then you, charge a exactly. bottle. Exactly. Yeah. Remember, they're getting yeah. that bottle. They're getting a 1.75 yeah. bottle for $3.38. Yeah, Facts. No, right. but real talk. Um, Hennessy at Stadium is $4 on yeah. Thursday. But you said we, we haven't gone back. We said we were We haven't. Back. We're going to take Henny. We're going to take Henny. Oh, take Henny. I thought you said take Henny. I'm sorry. We're taking Henny to... Yeah, to four dollar Henny night. No, we're bringing our own. She wants to go. She wants to go. So we need to. So we need. Wait, to who? Henderson. Oh, Henderson. Oh, first I thought you said Kenny. I was like, shout out to Kenny. Mm-hmm. Hair. Who? Hair is going. That nigga is minding his motherfucking like business. business in the streets. I hate that nigga. Hair is growing. Yeah, his hair is growing like shit. I saw it when we, when we saw him yesterday. I looked at him and I looked at you and I was like, who here long? Yeah, nah, he got me. I was like, I think, I think, I think Kenny got you. Yeah. You was like, nah, he got me. He got me. He got me. But he's looking really happy out here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He got the um, full belly going on. Happy married. Nigga. Yes. So, he's doing you know. well. Everybody. It was so good to see everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and just enjoying himself. And as niggery as it could have been with the Henny Crawl, it really it wasn't. Really wasn't. It, it really wasn't. It really was not bad. I really appreciate it. I love seeing black people do... Um, do fun, nice things. Right, without no, like, real drama. Well, you know, we kind of cut out and went out, we did our own thing, but yes. I'm assuming things were still straight. And they ended up actually showing the fight at Brooklyn, too. Did they? Yeah, so I was like, shit. As a part of the mm. crawl. I don't know if it was part of the crawl, because Brooklyn ended early anyway, so Brooklyn was the first place that we started. So I think that was three to seven, and then they started letting oh, regular niggas in. Oh, after oh okay. Because some places didn't let anybody yeah, in. Yeah, unless you had the thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is another thing I don't, I don't I still don't understand is if you give me the little wristband why are you still carding the air we're still getting ID for each everywhere. place you go to so. first of all like at Tropicana yeah what's the name of it called Tropicali yeah it's like what no, the fuck was that first of all nobody comes here like I'm only coming here because the margarita mart yeah. like nobody's trying to sneak into this bullshit and a bathroom was atrocious the fucking subway basement bitch like calm down right. So, yeah, so yep. after that, we went to stands. Stands? Let me well, say, we went to a couple places before stands. Let me tell you yeah. what is so funny to me. When we go to stands, the guy's like, oh, like, you know, IDs, checking IDs. And then he gets in and he's like, oh, you good? Like, I know you. Dara was disgusted. She had a whole attitude. <laughs> <laughs> she was absolutely She was like, what you mean? Every time he come, we come. <laughs> he ain't never in here without us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Then he was like, oh, I ain't recognize you with your hair. <laughs> so my whole face changed. <laughs> the whole anatomical structure of oh, your face man. shifted. That's, see? Yeah. That's what the motherfucking good uh, curl cream will do. I see. I'm a new How person. Nigga, whoo, shook. Didn't even know who you were. Oh, my God. That was funny. Stands. You can always count on stands. Always, always, always. It was so funny because the guy, um, the owner came over. He was like, how many is it going to be today? I said six. He's like, we got two options. We can either do this right here or we could do this right here. I think it's so funny because Stans is really not accommodating. They give zero, zero fucks. Because they don't have to. They really give zero fucks. It's so interesting to watch how people shift when they start like knowing mm-hmm. who you are. 
For cheers. Stans re- literally does not give a fuck. They're like, first of all, you need all of your party here. Mm-hmm. You can have a party of 20 and have 19 people there, and the one person who drove the bus is just like trying to park, somewhere to park. park the bus, and they're like, we'll wait till he wait. gets here. Mm-hmm. You're like, what, nigga? He's the bus driver. They're like, yeah, we need complete Business, party. the whole party. And you only have about five more minutes before we start breaking up that table. <laughs> like, like, before we start snatching seats, and you're like, fuck you. Yeah. So, but yeah. That's... <laughs> Is that not accurate? No, that's accurate as hell, though. Accurate as shit. Also, another really funny moment is when Joey comes up to the fucking table, and I'm like... You're like, who are you? <laughs> and everybody was like, we definitely had Joey. Like, matter of fact, we had him the time before last in the back corner. He was like, nah, I was adamant. You were like refusing to acknowledge Joey, who we also call, like, remember, he's like the one who looks like he's on meth. No, I know who he is. I just never had him as a server. So I recognized him. I was just like, oh. I, don't ever, I don't remember him actually serving us. But also, Joey faded the shit out of somebody. And he was like, no, no, no! It's not me. He was like, "Remember, you don't like you don't like Tony because right. he's a shitty server." <laughs> we didn't like, like Tony, and no, and your ass co-signed way too heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't fuck with Tony. We don't. Tony was, was not like, good at all. Oh my gosh, y'all are a mess. Tony had to be new, and Tony didn't last long. Tony didn't last long, and and Keisha, baby girl, Keisha was there. Mm-hmm. We tried to get Keisha one time, but they was like. They was trying to be fair as far as the tables they, they were. Yeah, Listen, if you good, you good. Right. It is what Why it you is. Why you want to deny me a good, my, a good time? Because y'all got... Right. Yeah. Get they, got a, they got to step their game up. Basically. Last thing that I want to talk about before we hop into it. The girl with that ponytail. The long-ass ponytail? That was the most ignorant shit I've ever seen in my life. It was like she just cut the whole horse tail <laughs> off, Don. Just like, all right. No, no lie. That ponytail was... About <laughs> four inches off the ground. That shit was the craziest thing. She thought thing. she was doing it. I never seen no shit like that. Yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. It was like a scarf. I, I miss days where where women, with, where they had weaves, but they least tried to make it look like it was theirs. Like, now it's like, I don't give a fuck. It's like, I'm going to wear motherfucking lace front with a whole mesh tears like a joke. The, the part in, in your forehead is like so wide. <laughs> first of all, you don't gotta not look. First of all, I'm gonna discuss the level of knowledge that you have for fucking lace. <laughs> no, you, you cannot not look. You cannot not look. Everybody's doing it. Get the fuck out of here. Like it's cute. First of all, I want to acknowledge two critical things. Are you doing insults, bitch? <laughs> this nigga is doing insults. He talked about the motherfucking middle part with as well as the goddamn lace itself. I have to go. Nah, nah. Y'all know, hey, y'all know the hell I'm talking about. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm finished. I'm like, you pay for that? <laughs> I'm done. I quit. Wait, Bitch, right. I quit. Nigga. So talk to me about how how far I shit the middle. <laughs> I don't know. How far I shit the 
Hush, how what is the middle part? Nah, it's like Michael Strahan gap. You seen this gap? Whew. I've seen it. No, it, it's bad. It's, it's So what techniques should they use to blend it better? Because you said that you can see it. Don't. Don't do it no more. Don't do it no more. You you just took me the fuck out. You, if you got that, hey, if you listening, you got that shit, quit it. Stop. I got to go. I'm trying to be their friend and let them know because their friends going to be telling them when they step out of the house. You want to know something crazy? And look, they got a forehead in the middle of their park. I'm sorry. But not sorry. Not sorry. Not sorry. We friends. Our listeners are our friends. And I feel as though it's our obligation to let them know that, hey, that shit not cute. It's not cute. Listen. Okay. It's two things about the past few seconds that it just took me the complete the fuck out. Your level of knowledge is crazy high. The specificity that you were able to go, the level of detail was interesting. But really, it's because when you talked about natural, I saw this girl that hit all of your requirements. Not the one with the ponytail four inches off the ground, but it was this chick that had this blind piece on. And you talked about eyelashes. First of all, the butterfly eyelash has to go. Has to go. I took four shots yesterday. Every time I saw a butterfly eyelash, I had to take a shot. Mm. Four shots in one venue. It was butterfly eyelashes Every fucking where. Everything's exaggerated now. I, what, what the? I don't. I, I got nothing, guys. I don't understand. That girl's eyelashes, the one with the blonde wig, was so goddamn. And you sized her? Yeah, I did. You sized her coming off the bar? I did. Actually, I didn't. What I said was, I was like, I saw your eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> because everybody saw them. Everybody saw them, Joe. She, she saw her own eyelashes. She, no, and I think that maybe she didn't see them because when she put the first one on, that motherfucker was so heavy that it closed the eye, mm. so she really couldn't see what she looked like. So I'm, I'm, I gotta ask though, because they they never be alone though. So <laughs> when you leaving out the house with your your girls, uh-huh. do your girls not say anything like "Yo"? They couldn't, baby girl. They couldn't. Why? Because they. they, they abs- they absolutely couldn't. It's too late. Or maybe, or maybe she did, and she was like, "You know, the last time you got in my car, like every time you blinked, like I couldn't see." And she was like, "Bitch, I gotta wear these because I already paid for them." Like, girl, bought, pay for on. These are only gonna get worn. They're on until they gone. Until until they fall off. Mm-mm-mm. They have to. I don't. I I just believe that. Like you said, they're really not their friends. Oh my god, that took me out. No, it just it just, it just irks me though, dog. It's just and you you paid for it though. That's the thing. I can understand you just like naturally bald and there's ain't shit you can do about it. Mm-hmm. But it's like you paid for that. Like you pay for that. You you pay for it for that for that that. But also that also kind of speaks to like <clears throat> how much they pay for. And niggas probably still be hollering too. So that's another thing. So. On the low, niggas be encouraging just bad behavior. Bad wig installs. Yes. 
eyelashes, butterfly eyelashes. They probably like, I still get niggas. And then that just solidifies what they think they, they thought they was cute. One of them. But niggas holler at anything anyway, so. I just want to thank you for that. That was a hearty laugh. Those are the kind of laughs that give you years back on your life. Thank you for that. Avogado. Avogado. Okay, so let's hop into um, today's, this week's topic. So last week we talked about 15 reasons why guys cheat. We are going to give you the other side. Right. We're going to give you the top 10 reasons that women cheat. We have surveyed. Yeah, about 50 women. About 50 women. Young, old, black, white, pink, purple, lion. We just got black women, right? Yeah, for the most part. Because, yes. yeah, I don't got too many white friends. Yes. So, yeah. Majority black. <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure it's consistent. Gay, straight, Honestly. lesbian. Yeah. LGBTQXZRPWXY. And was it triple Q? Uno. There's two Qs now, right? No, Q stands for queer and question. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. okay. <clears throat> Cause he be knowing exactly. So let's hop right into it. Ten reasons why women cheat. Oh my God! I just want to go back to the days when bitches really was just hair tied, sweatpants, chilling with no makeup, makeup on. on. That's when you're the prettiest. I don't know who started that shit though. though. Oh I think I, I, I'm convinced it was Beyonce or somebody. Somebody told these Jones that it was cute and it was okay. Mm. And all of a sudden, they, and they just ran with it. They did. Oh my gosh. Okay. So let's lead us in this conversation um, about the ten reasons why women um, cheat. Let's do this. So yeah, like I said, uh, you know, I definitely did some research because I want everybody to think we just. Man, I don't forget mansplaining shit like that. Yeah, yeah like that. So what we always did, what we did from part one. So if you didn't listen to part one of this when we talked about uh, why niggas cheat, uh, we did two parts. We did why men cheat and why, why um, what women think why men cheat. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. So we were going to do the same exact thing, but from why women cheat. Yep. And so, um, like I said, I, I, I interviewed both men and women on why they think men cheat. I mean, why women cheat. Excuse me. So. Um, for the sake of conversation, you think it's better to start with yep. why men think women cheat and see how spot on they were? No, because we didn't do that the last time. We did men, and then we saw how if women matched well, up. Okay, cool. So cool, let's cool, go. Cool. All right, cool. Let's so, go with what women. This focus. This is focused on women. Women. Okay. So mm-hmm. again, I try to collapse everything into one um, point. So uh, one of the first reasons why um, women cheat is because they start to feel unimportant or ignored. And they realize or they believe that the person stops doing what they did to get them in the first place. So is that two? Is that two reasons? Um, it can be broken <laughs> up into two reasons, really. So yeah, we would say that okay. one reason was um, they just don't feel important anymore. Mm. I think that can legit lead to um, if you don't feel paid attention to or um, wanted. That certainly can lead to you seeking that attention from somewhere else. So, okay. But is it possible also that the person is doing it, but it's it's the same person? Mm-hmm. And so it's the novelty of it is not the same as if somebody brand new comes. It's like you can tell somebody, when we get good morning beautiful mm-hmm. or whatever, but if you're getting it from the same person, it's almost like you're supposed to say that. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you get your hair done, you out, and every guy is like, damn. Or you wearing this 
badass uh, outfit, mm-hmm. and then you get all your you, you seeing niggas breaking their neck to see you. Mm-hmm. Random niggas breaking their neck is different than your nigga breaking his neck trying to look at you. But I I think that that kind of goes. I think that kind of goes to this idea of if it's happening consistently, like if women. And I really think this is with people in general. If people in general feel like that they are, they they make subtle changes, their partner recognizes mm-hmm. it. That they are told like, "Oh my gosh, you look so good in this," you know. Oh, I love. Oh my gosh, look at you in those shorts. Or mm-hmm. you're getting that kind of affirmation. Then even when people outside of their relationship do it, you're like, "Oh yeah, like I still right. got it." But you still only want it from this from person. person. Got you. Got yeah, you. I think that that I think the mm. thing is, people want to be told that they look nice or they look good in this. Right. Sometimes I think people get comfortable, and I'm pretty sure this is going to come up. People get comfortable, so they stop saying and doing the things right. that like made me made me um, made feel me special. Like yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's just I think you know it's time, it's complacency, mm-hmm. it's energy. Like, for me, I know I always say good morning. Mm-hmm. Like, I always say good morning. Like, no matter what. Right. Um, so, and I and I try to be, like, super receptive. But I can certainly see how you may get complacent and then certain little things mm-hmm. um, stop happening. And that snowballs. snowballs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, snowball effect. Absolutely. And it happens, like, so gradually that you don't even notice it. So sudden. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, is he... Or she or they still attracted to me, right? Kind of thing like that. It's pervasive. You it happens and you don't even know. Okay, so um, number two, because we, we're we're gonna break the first one up. Mm-hmm. Um, the person just forgets doing the things that they did to get the person. So it could tie into number one, and it, or it could be more. Yeah, I think some some of it is that wasn't even you. Right? Like, mm. it was, you were doing things that you thought I mean, to do. You're interviewing. Right. Um, and so, it was impossible for you to keep up anyway. Because, like, that's not who you are as a person. Probably can't afford to keep it up, honestly. I mean, I hate to say it. So, like I said, it's like that probation period. You know, yeah. you're, like, you're trying to put that best foot forward. Trying to, like, get them. Mm-hmm. Keep them. And then it's just like... Yeah, that same energy. I want to keep it. A lot of times they may want to keep it. They just they can't, can't keep it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's tough. That's tough because would you have given that person a chance if they showed up this way, right. like a, that the way that they are now? Would would that have been? Probably not. Yeah. I could definitely see it as um, being like, damn, we used to go out and eat, and now we like don't. Yeah, eating costs a lot. Eating does cost a lot. It's like my eating budget is more than my um is like the biggest budget I have, like eating and drinking. Yes. Like if I if I did like a year of okay, I'm not gonna eat out, I'm gonna like spend X amount of money mm-hmm. a month at the grocery store, like killing it. What? Budget what? What yeah, because I was just looking at my park mobile mm-hmm. yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was like you can see all the all the parking that you've done since you had the app. It mm-hmm. was crazy, like, and that's just a park, just a park, that's just a park. Like that's a whole nother expense. Right. That doesn't like, even include 
once you park, because you Uber somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was crazy, just in D.C. Yeah. So, um, number next, three. Number three. Um, women are emotional and sometimes don't get it back. It's not reciprocated back. Yeah, I could definitely see how, um, so I want to say this, men and women are both, men and women are both emotional because mm-hmm. we're all human. I just think that it manifests itself very it's differently. It's different, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I think that causes, um, not being on the safe wavelength. Right. Right. And can men... display their emotions the same way as women and it not be perceived as something else. As like a weakness. As a weakness, yeah. Yeah, and I think that that is also a, a different conversation in a much larger context um, as far as if I do display emotion, like, is that considered weak? Mm-hmm. Or, Insecure or all kinds of stuff. Right. Weak or effeminate or just different things that are not positively associated with being a man, men yes. or maleness. Yes, I would say that um, masculinity. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. There we go. Which is, I think, the the root of toxic masculinity is around this emotional vulnerability. Um, but I think that. It comes back to, like, is this relationship that you're in, like, a safe zone? Mm-hmm. To where, like, you can cry or, like, you can express your uncertainty or that you're scared or, you know, like, a lot of things that you learn or are taught to, like, put behind. That women oftentimes, like, will just, like, cry. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are you crying? I'm so upset. And you're like, oh, okay. Right. Like, I wouldn't think to cry from being, being upset. upset. Yeah. Um, but, oh, like, okay. And I think if a man does that, it's it's just viewed differently, It honestly. is viewed very differently. But I think that it doesn't take away the reality that that is happening. Mm-hmm. The, or that that is um, a response. And if, and if it is or is not happening, then the... Um, responsibility of it's only the responsibility of one person to be that way right yeah mm-hmm. this was an interesting one and I did not expect this one but um, which one men do not take care of themselves physically which leads to sexual problems so which would encourage the person to seek uh, sexual gratification from other places because their significant others just can't perform. <clears throat> Which I think, honestly, I can't foresee that ever being really, well, I can't take that back. I, I take it back. I was about to say, I can't see that being something that would be a reason why a man would cheat on a woman because you never really hear too much about women having sexual problems other than well, when they get really, really old and they can't get wet anymore. Um, but you get all kinds of things for that. So, mm. yeah. But that was an interesting one, though. So just... He can't perform. They can't perform, so they go elsewhere for it. So, I think there's a couple of things. I think one is, it's 2019. Mm-hmm. There are so many things out there that could support being able to perform. But it takes planning, too. And so, it kind of like, you got to take the blue pill or whatever they call it now or mm-hmm. whatever. 
it's like it's kind of hard to be spontaneous now because you gotta pretty much plan. I don't know what's how long it takes shit to kick in because mm-hmm. thank God I don't have to use it yet. But I can only imagine if I was trying to have sex and I'm like, yeah, um, it's kind of like a pre workout. I took this pre workout. We gotta wait thirty minutes for this shit to kick in. Because uh-huh. <laughs> second of all, I'm gonna be really really blown if I take this shit and we don't fuck. Because <laughs> I'm gonna be blown. We're <laughs> gonna have some problems. Now so. I gotta walk around with this hard ass. Exactly. Thing. So, yeah, I can see that, though. Like, it's just, it, it kind of ruins the spontaneity. Uh, spontaneity. Of it, I, I think that this obviously is coming from, like, an older, slightly older demographic. I don't know. Because there are guys who are approaching, and for one reason or another. Uh-huh. Approaching what? Uh, I mean, like, I say mid-30s. And mm-hmm. it could be from health reasons. It could be from stress. It can be from whatever else. I don't I, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I'm assuming it's more prevalent in older men. But I've known guys in high school who was going to the gas station, getting a little um gas station pills or whatever mm-hmm. for stronger erections and shit like that. Wow, and nigga, ain't my story. Well, so listen, I think that that's also like a whole nother conversation. Is like why your why my dick can't get hard. Ten reasons why, seven reasons why my dick can't get hard. Some of it is stress. Some of it is diet. Some of it is performance anxiety. Yeah, I think that it, like, it can be nerves too. It could, yeah, yes, yeah. I mean, performance anxiety is like real. Because they say majority is, I mean, mental. So yes, I, I get it. And like, he's just not that into you. Mm. So I'm reading these as we're talking. So you mm-hmm. know, so I can uh, regurgitate out. So, so that was number four. That was number. four. Four or five. Yeah, that was four. Mm-hmm. Women are smarter and just know how to manipulate the situation <laughs> and get away with it. So they do it because they can't. They do it because they can't. Pretty much. I, you know, it's interesting that how listening to these sides, where the cockiness shows up. Like, in women, they're like, oh, because we're smarter, we could get away with it. Mm-hmm. Where that's where their where women's cockiness shows up and men's cockiness shows up. Where it's like she need me, mm-hmm. right? It's more her than it are me. Yeah. So, so that's interesting. I I would never think that somebody that's an adult would be like I cheat because I can. Like I cheat because I can. I can get away with it. Mm-hmm. I'm smarter about it, and so. Like, there's no other, there's no rhyme or reason to why I'm cheating, just other than, like, I can get away with it. I can get away with it. I mean, more times than not, people do things. People break the law because they think they can get away with it. I don't think anybody breaks the law thinking, oh, I'm not going to get away with it. Right. And so, I mean, find that logic. Cheat on a test. Nobody cheats on a test thinking they're going to get caught. Like, they, they go in thinking they're going to get away with it. Well, I hope you would think that well, you're going to Well, at least they're hoping. They're hoping, yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of ties into number one as far as just men getting complacent. Um, don't want to do anything. What, what do you mean? So they don't want to go out, and so yeah. you don't want to go out. What happens? She wants to go out. She ends up going out without you. Mm-hmm. Going out without you may lead to going out and just being around other men, mm-hmm. which can lead to oh, they're a good time to have. Yeah, I think that to, I think that that is super, gateway. I think that that's super important, just in general. Mm-hmm. Like you, 
need to enjoy spending time together, whether it's in the comfort of your home, whether it's out in public, and you need to know your partner. Yes. Look, if your partner likes going out, doesn't want to be a, a house, whatever it's called, a homebody. Homebody, thank you. Or if your partner is a homebody, like just understanding the dynamics of each other in the relationship. Um, but yeah, but I think that you have to ask yourself, is this, um, is this a deal breaker per Mm -hmm. se? Like, are you a homebody to the point where like you never want to go go out? out. And do I like going out where it's just like, this just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So this is my thing though. And there are situations where a person was always a homebody. Mm-hmm. And it was okay in the beginning. And mm-hmm. then it's like, like I talked about on the last episode, like people change every seven years. People change. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was okay being a homebody when we were broke. Mm-hmm. Now we got a little bit of money where we can go out and enjoy ourselves. I want to. Mm-hmm. But that person was like, oh, I was, I was a homebody not because I was broke, because I like being in the house. I don't like crowds. I don't like people. And... I just like being comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so, all of a sudden now, I am the same person that I was when we when we started dating, when we got married, and X, Y, and Z. You're not the same anymore, or you want to venture out, and that was a problem. And I've seen this a lot, not necessarily being in the house, but it was a friend of ours where they always smoke. Mm-hmm. They always smoke weed. And then, over time, the person was like, damn. That's all you do is smoke. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I smoked when we first dated. <laughs> Why is it a problem now? Right. And so I guess it's just like, oh, shit, now we live together kind of thing. It's even more prevalent. I knew you smoked a lot, but mm-hmm. that's all you, you sm- want to do. I knew you smoked, but I didn't like know you smoked. Smoke, smoke. I didn't right. like smoke the fucking house down. So, but it, I mean, it goes back to like, this is how I was when you met me. So mm-hmm. it shouldn't be, should it be a problem now? Why, why do I need to change now that I'm consistent? I'm being very consistent. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely understand that. But that's why I also think that, like, I think that it comes back to the same thing about going out. Like, if she smoked when you met and you knew that she smoked going out, you had to ask yourself, like, is the smoking, you had to ask yourself then. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, you can't be with somebody and then all of a sudden it become an issue for you if they've always displayed the behavior. You have to say like, okay, you did smoke. Like, this isn't a new thing. It's a conversation. But if it's too much, you just have to say like, you know, I can't I can't do the smoking all the time. All the time. Right. And, and then you have to decide, do you stay or do you leave? Because that person very well has the right to say like, I've always done this. Like, I'm not being a different person. You knew this about me, and yet you chose to be with me. So, I lost count, so like, we just don't keep the ball rolling. Seven. Seven, thank you. Uh, tired of being broke. So, mm. I'm with a nigga. This nigga broke. Mm-hmm. It's about time for me to upgrade. Uh-huh. And so, they just move <laughs> on to bigger and better places, I guess. Yeah, I think, you know, I think women... Do that to, to me. To me, it's I hear women talk about being independent and they got their own, but then I'm tired of being broke. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's like one of those cases like, yeah, I have my own, but I want to, I want you to have yours uh-huh. so I can use yours and not just use mine. Uh-huh. I think that's what it is more so. Like some some people definitely like they can only afford beer, but they want a nigga that can afford champagne all the time. So they're not bringing what they want to the table. Oh, absolutely. I absolutely believe that that happens. Um, I just think that it's funny. I think that it's funny. Because it's like, I need to upgrade. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to upgrade myself. But you're not going to upgrade yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here we are. We're going to make it. We're going to make it work. We're going to make it. We're going to make it work. We're going to have to. Lack of communication. I think communication is the single most important thing in a relationship. We talked about this um, in uh, one of our very, very first podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. If If communication starts breaking down, then all the other things that we're talking about, like... I like going out, or I like doing this, mm-hmm. or you—it's ch- been seven years and you've changed. Like you're unable to have though that level of conversation. It's all bad. Yeah. So that's my take. Mm-hmm. It's sad. It's sad to me to watch relationships deteriorate um, because people are unable to communicate. Yeah, I think it's even—it's tough for me to see when. Relationships break down because of egos. Mm, give me more. Give me more about that. Like a person doesn't want to be wrong, or I, I really want to get into the whole conversation over breaks and breakups. Like, oh, really, that's really, the finale. Really, really, really yeah. do. But um, I think that's what it is. I, I, I think nobody wants to like feel weak mm-hmm. in a situation, and so or vulnerable. Maybe that's a better word. They don't want to be vulnerable, and. As a result of not wanting to be vulnerable, they'd rather not work for it at all. As a result of not wanting to be vulnerable, yeah, they just don't work for it. Yeah, they just don't want to work for it. I mean, they, they want to, but I feel as though, like, nobody, well, I don't want to say nobody, because I, I hate generalizing, but it's like, I don't want to love the person more than they love me. Yes, because you know that they say the person, the person who loves the least is in control. Mm-hmm. 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 And I think it comes back back to that like emotional, um, like the emotional not manipulation, but yeah, because they're even manipulating me because she know I love her way more than she loves me. I gotta go. <laughs> I love her long time. I love her real long time. No, but like so that happens. That, yeah, it happens a lot. It yeah. does. So I think that I think that. Um, which I was surprised. I'm sorry. Which no, I was surprised no, no. that um, from the example, as far as when the person was like, "I'm smart enough, so I can get away with it." But what about not necessarily you can get away with it because you 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 won't get caught, but you know the person won't go anywhere because of pride, because um, family. Are people really staying because of pride? I've seen people get married even after being cheated on mm-hmm. profusely because of of pride. They didn't want to feel like they lost. Maybe I'm misinterpreting. 
I, I missed it, but in the grand scheme of things, that's what pride is. It's the whole ego thing. Because I don't think, like, the thing is, though, it's more like if the whole world doesn't know, then it looks like I won. The whole world doesn't know it looks like I won. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it's what happens. It's like, no, I, I don't think anybody wants to, like, damn, it failed. Because then it's like, oh, one, you were right. Kind of the everybody who told me not to do it. And I, I'm mad that you guys left stands last night because we actually got into that, like, really, really good with um, TC and her friend. Yes. Well, first of all, we had put in the hours, so it was just time to go. Yeah. Because we Dara had already checked out. Oh, yes. She's the funniest. I love when, like, when she is, like, not there for it. Because it's nothing in her body that can conceal it. It's just like very obvious. Like her poker face is non-existent. Not here for it. No, but the round table is going to be really good. So that was number nine. And what's the final one? Number ten. Number ten. Shit. Um, out of revenge. How do you feel about that? The, like, women cheat out of revenge. Do two wrongs make a right? Two does wrongs. It, does, yeah, two wrongs. Person two wrongs don't make a right, but three lefts do. Because <laughs> would you get right back to where you started? Let's see. Laugh. Laugh. Yeah. Three lefts make a right. This is true. Oh, my God. But that was pretty consistent, though. That Definitely that last one was something that both men and women both said. At a, at, a, at a revenge. But it's like revenge for what? Revenge for cheating? Or like, I'm just going to do this to get you, even though it wasn't necessarily cheating? Or it's like pseudo free pass. So it's not even revenge. It's like, oh, you did it, so I get to do it also. I don't understand a free pass. You I, did it, I forgave. But if you I forgave, would you need to go out and cheat? If I forgive you for something, do, do I need to go out and inflict the same thing? I just think that the revenge is very weird because it's like, you know how you felt when it happened to you? Why would you want somebody else who you say you love to feel that? Mm. That's crazy to me. Guess so they can feel it, so they can relate. I don't know. Mm. So what were the reasons that the... Uh, why men thought women why cheated? Why men thought women cheated? Um... I think, honestly, when I compare the two, I think men were really, really spot on um, for the most part. Really? So, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, what did the um, men say? Of course, they were as vivid, but a lot of them said just bigger and better things. So, like, one per- like mm-hmm. the person said, or a lot of people said, like, more money, just a better prospect. Mm-hmm. So, that's another reason why women cheat. So, I want to stay right there for a second. Do you think that just because somebody is making more money, that that means that they're a better prospect? No. Absolutely not. And so, I'm hoping that when they say better prospect, I think, I'm hoping it's like the whole package itself, you do, it's the 80-20 we talked about. It's like, you think that 20 is that 80%. Mm. And it only feels like 80% because 
It only feels like the 80% because it's not the 20 that you're getting. Exactly. And, and you're not besting. Like, yeah. So I've also read places where they're like, oh, don't be, like, don't talk about the 80-20. And I don't, I, I just really truly believe that there is nobody out there that's going to be everything that you've like ever wanted. Mm-hmm. I think that there are great people out there that will make an awesome partner for you. Right. And that makes you be able to tolerate or be okay with yes. the 20%. Oh, they're not 6'2", like I really, really Right, like, oh, I've always, oh my gosh, like, I just queef right. every time, like, I see a, a guy that's 6'2". Like, okay, he's not 6'2". So, I, I think I sent you this video with Steve Harvey. Queefing? No, nigga. Oh, I thought it was a queef Oh, queefing is so funny, but no. Yes. Hey, do, uh, do gay guys queef? How does that work? That is very interesting. So, a queef is just, like, air, air. pockets? Yeah. yeah. So, I guess technically, yes. But it really can't sound like a fart. I mean... I don't know if it, we would call it... Yeah, I don't know if it... If you would call it a queef, right. maybe we should, like, think about... Um, a term for it? The term. Hmm... Mm. Yes. Mm. Quaff sounds too familiar with queef. So maybe mm. it is. Maybe it is quaff. A quaff? Yeah. Yeah, because you ever waft a fart? Girls queef and guys quaff. Quaff. Ah. Okay. Excellent. Ah. Thank you I like that. Thank you for thought part. Trademark. Yes. Have you ever wafted a fart? Yeah. Like farted and like waved it on? Yeah. Um. No, I don't waft farts. I just fart. I'm like, I have to fart. Or like, I have gas and they're like, oh, I farted. And I just am like, yeah, Nigga, I fought and I go like this to the sheet. So that y'all just come up and hit her in her face. And that's my way of domestic abuse. I smack her with a fart. Wow. What? You was talking all that shit today via text at work? You know why I can't get loud? Puff! And I fart on her. Boom. Yep. How does she react to that? Sometimes she chopped me in my throat. <laughs> 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 no, sometimes I get pissed when she fought though. Oh, well, because I mean, she don't say excuse me. Well, I say excuse me. Right. She'd be like, it's just us two. I don't need to say excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I beg to differ. I, I, I agree. Yeah, I think you should always you say should like, always. Excuse me. I might taste it. I, <laughs> that's <laughs> disgusting. No, but she actually has the worst farts ever. Her farts are actually like it's the all, worst. It's all the protein. I'm like, what the fuck? Protein and asparagus. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what are you eating? It's yeah, her farts are like terrible, mm-hmm. terrible, terrible. No, I don't. I I don't do that. But I don't think that my farts. I think they stink, but I don't think they they don't linger mm. a long time. Yeah, no, her her shit's linger. Yes, hers are like. What the fuck did you eat? Okay, I'm gonna stop talking about her farts before I get in trouble, and I don't get no play. So, um, right, because the goal for the night is to, the goal is always, 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 always a priority. Always like top, top of the list, top of the list, mate. So we talked about revenge. Revenge. Um, I cut you off though. I don't know if you. It was revenge or no, we just, just we were talking free about pass. we were talking about. Um, 80, 20, and just mm-hmm. this idea of like nobody's perfect, but they're like the song um, Missy Elliott has, like nobody's perfect, baby. This nigga always but got a song for everything. Oh, like, you I have a song for everything. No, it is though, but you always have a song for everything. I'm impressed. I do. Thank you. And it comes off quick though. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure you like wrote that shit before, but nah. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, and so it's like 
who's the perfect person for you, not the perfect person? Because mm-hmm. there is no perfect person. I'm um, learning every day. I'm learning that like every single day. So another one, again, like I tell you, my guys was like spot fucking on, mm-hmm. honestly. So they was like, um, men are just emotionally absent. And so this is another thing, but this is the weird part about it, this, though. Come on, talk to me about it. It's kind of like part. contradicting. Cause so unless, bit. no, because unless that woman is cheating with a female, if men are emotionally absent and you go somewhere else, and you sleep with another man. So was that man now emotionally present? Or was he putting on that facade? Oh, I am emotionally there because he's trying to gain something. And it kind of ties back into the, oh, your man got comfortable, so he's no longer there. It's the 80-20 again. Because that 20, he could have done in the beginning. And it kind of like wears off. Yeah, it waned. I mean, I think that that is... A part of it. I, I think that there are some men that are emotion that are more emotionally vulnerable or, or open or whatever words you want to mm-hmm. use. And so that provides, if that's the gap, somebody to be able to slide in. Right. And so that's, I really want to talk nope. about like we're gonna physical talk about versus it. emotional. Yes. And we're going to talk about it at our At the round table. What? Girl, you want to talk about it now? I do, I do, but I don't because it's going to be really, really, really good. It you know, is so. really good. Yeah, I'm going to hold off, okay? Jeez. Jeez. Just, this is a teaser. Just give him a little tip, a little tip, a little oh, tongue. Just put the tip in? A little tip, a little tongue. Mm. That's what we just hit him with. Mm. But there is, a, there is definitely a difference between physical and emotional. But Yeah, but I just, unless it's like, we talk about, unless it's like a one night stand or like something mm-hmm. that was like completely out of left field. Mm-hmm. Or you just like literally went out like, oh, I'm going to cheat out of revenge or I'm just going to get some dick tonight or get some pussy tonight Mm -hmm. kind of thing. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. But I would say I'm going with the 80-20. So 80% of the time where a person cheats physically, there was some emotional work that took place that led to that. I 100% agree. All right. And I'm going to leave it at that. I'm right there with you. I'm going to leave it at that. I 100% agree. So um, just unhappy. Yes. Just unhappy. You know what? It's over and done, but the heartache lives on inside. I think that's, I think, I think unhappiness is a tough pill for people to swallow and to really acknowledge. And I think you said something earlier was like people don't want it to fail. Mm -hmm. And so it's like they will try to fight through unhappiness. Let me tell you something. I am the first person to say, if I love you, I want to be in a relationship with you, but love will not have somebody stay in a place where, un- where they are unhappy. Mm-hmm. Like if you really love somebody, you, I, you're like, oh, I want to mm-hmm. be, I want to be here with you. But if you truly love somebody, you wouldn't want somebody who you love to be unhappy. So you would let them go. Right. So, but. Is it possible to have phases like people talk about? They talk about mental depression. They talk about mental health. They talk about mm-hmm. just going through a rut. I mean, life is not you know always peaches and cream. Right. It's not always smelling daisies. Yes. Do you want daisies? I, I mean, is daisies a leaf? But anyway, mm-hmm. it's not always roses. Let's right. put it that way. So 
Is it, oh, I'm unhappy today means that I'm completely, I'm, I'm completely unhappy with everything. Like, right. But I, faith. And I think that that's why communication is so important. Because a bad day at work, you need to be able to come home, talk about the bad day at work. Mm-hmm. Or a toxic work environment, you need to come home and be able to talk about that and then get resources and energy poured mm-hmm. back into you in a positive way, right? Um, something happens, like a fight or, or argument or disagreement happens. You have to be able to be strong enough to, to know, like, what we just had an argument over won't break us. It's not going to break us. I say this all the time. We will get into it over like the simplest, like mm-hmm. basically like that just is like really simple or it's like not major. Like mm-hmm. I always say that I'm like on a scale of one to 10, that was a zero. So a lot of it is not exact. Like a lot of people are not arguing over what they're arguing about. Right. And you have to be able to get, unearth or yeah, root get, yeah, get what to the, the issue cause. is. Like, yeah, root cause. like we're not arguing about picking a place to eat. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a thing. Really what it is is like somebody feeling some kind of way because they feel like they always, always are the one choosing, right. right? So really the really the argument in itself is not about picking somewhere to eat because yes, there's places that I if I want to go eat, I could just go, go eat. So it's like let's have the conversation. We need to flip a coin. We need to come up with some plan. Okay. Yeah. So I plan Monday, Wednesday, Thursdays, and then you plan Tuesday, da 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 da. And then on this Saturday, we literally like spin a wheel and whatever open table suggests. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. It's about coming up right. with a plan. It's about getting to the root cause and then mm-hmm. coming up with a plan to solve that in a way that works. Right. Because, like I said, most of the things that you're having is like, no. No. Like, that isn't even the argument itself. Um, the argument itself isn't really what is being well, discussed yeah. or talked about. Yeah. So, yeah. Come on, man. Come on. Okay. So, yeah, that was the really top five. Like I said, like the most consistent things that I got from the guys that I interviewed were, were pretty much that. Um, of course, they had like a shitload of shit to say about why they think men cheat. Um, but for women, again, it was just being unhappy, revenge, not satisfied, um, finding somebody that's more compatible. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the honeymoon stage itself just wearing off. I think, so let me tell you, my number one thing is to get through the storming and norming part of relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, get through it. Like, the honeymoon phase is, I guess, is there. I am the first to be like, I want to get through this. Right. Because we need, because I want to get, we need to storm and norm. I want to get past the, what's your favorite that I want to get through that. I want to get through the like, oh, like the random attitudes that you mm-hmm. have that I like have no fucking idea like what you're angry about. Right. Um, so why do you think that is though? Like why, why are all those things? Like are people I just trying to regular. find where they are yes. in the pecking order of because, your life? Or no, I think that is just normal because in one meeting you're not gonna find all you're not all the layers mm, are not gonna be able to be peeled back. Right, it right? takes time, absolutely. Right, and so I think that as you spend more and more time mm-hmm. together, you're able to see like, oh, what is somebody like on a Saturday morning? What mm-hmm. is somebody like on a Sunday morning? What is somebody like when they get off of work? What is something like if something bad happens at work? Mm-hmm. You're able to be around them more and it's not just like oh my gosh i have a date we've been planning this date for the past week 
Like, no matter what happens, like, I'm so focused. Like, what happens is, like, no, I'm at work. Emergency happened at work. I got to mm-hmm. take care of this. We were supposed to do this. I, I'm trying to, oh, you didn't text me and let me know that there was an emergency mm-hmm. at work. Oh, shoot. Okay. I have to make sure, remember that I remember to do, make sure that I remember to do those kinds of things. I just think that it, that it takes time. And most of the time, the thing about it is you just have to spend the time. Mm-hmm. So it takes time you to can't spend rush time. The, exactly. Yeah, it takes time it. to spend the time. The only thing that you can do is spend as right. much time as you can together so you can have those moments, the mm-hmm. rough edges, and then it gets smoothed out. So have you noticed, and I'm definitely diverging from, because um, I think we kind of touched on all the um, talking points for this one, but oh, absolutely. Um, when you talked about time, mm-hmm. uh, I know one thing that I've noticed um, with people our age, as they go from one relationship to the next, it's almost like saying they were at a five, mm-hmm. one, a, a scale one to ten. Ten being deeply in love. Mm-hmm. Think about, talk about marriage, mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. And one, just getting to know the person. Five, we're serious, but it can go either way. Mm-hmm. Haven't really made a determination whether or not this person's the one for me. A lot of times what you see is if a person was, say, at a seven, mm-hmm. and they break up, something happens. The, they get into a new relationship. You re- Either they get back to a seven really, really quick mm-hmm. with the next person, or maybe like a couple steps behind, but it's not like they really didn't spend a whole lot of time getting working from one to five mm-hmm. before they already talking about seven. Because I don't know if it's like, oh, I gotta make up for the time that I wasted, mm-hmm. and I use air quotes or whatever, because um, I don't think any experience with anybody is a waste of time, Absolutely. but it's a learning experience. You, but learn, you learn about who you are. I think every situation you learn more and more about who you are, so you can go into the next relationship better. And more knowledgeable. So can we talk about... Oh, okay. So my question is, have you noticed that, though? Just in your experience where people break up with somebody, they get they jump into a new relationship, and it's like you would have almost thought they just picked up where they left off almost with the person they... With their ex. I don't know. And probably because, like, you don't my this, circle's so consistent. This is true. I'm like, y'all niggas been married 37 years. Um... <laughs> Just nigga. Deshanto's been married for like 37 years. Right? It's mm-hmm. like my my best friend, like she's been with her baby daddy for right. on and get off again but, since college. My other best friend. Like, you know, like I don't right. have people in my life that are regularly flipping flopping from relation rotation. Yes. Yeah. Now I see it more so like on so that may maybe people in my circle, mm-hmm. but people that I follow. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, I don't be on social media. Yeah, like you don't that. be like that. Mm-hmm. But it, it's so obvious though, because it's like we talk about like all of a sudden the pictures from their exes are gone, and then all of a sudden they got pictures of this new <laughs> random nigga talking about oh my king <laughs> shit like that, and I'm just like, because Damn. that that caption is from a bitch that also has. A middle name for her Facebook. Mm. And she like one flight from moving to um, Atlanta? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, guys do that too, though. Fellas do that too. So I don't want, it's no shade to just women. Guys do that too. They mm-hmm. they break up and then all of a sudden this girl is like everything. Uh, I'm like, you just met her, man. 
I do think I do think that there is um like depending on how serious the relationship was, it's like you need that much time. Like if mm-hmm. you, let's break that down. I know exactly where you're going. Like if you if you were in a relationship seven you, years. Seven years, I'm not gonna say you need seven years, but you need some you need a few years mm-hmm. to unpack all of that. So you think it's a ratio? Is it a ratio? Is there a formula for that? For every year you need three months. No, I don't know if there's a formula. I think that there is. What's too soon then? I mean, you can get somebody. I, like, I think that that I think that that's very personal. Yeah. I think that that's also like your emotional like maturity. Are you able to? I think it's when you are when you know that like you're not holding on, or the next person is right. not going to get residual impact from of the previous relationship. So what's it called? Like, it, rebound, rebound. What what's no longer a rebound then? That's I guess I think, that's a question. Yeah. So. I dated somebody for two and a half years. I didn't date for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I dated um, for a year, mm-hmm. and then I didn't date again for a year. Yeah. Okay. So you like one for one then? I mean, I don't think it was planned that way. I don't think you like. Oh yeah, I was with this person for a year. I can't really deal with anybody for another year. It was. But you're real picky anyway. So. Um, I'm not really picky. I'm not a really picky person. You probably do a lot of swipes to the left. Is that right? Is because I never done. I, oh, I, I, I'm like I'm you real, haven't been able to Tinder. I, yeah, Tinder's like. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Um, it is left, right? When yeah, you left, I don't really. Left, yeah. yeah, I do. I do like a lot of left swiping. You did a lot, of, yeah, because you're in a relationship now, so we don't swipe anymore, right? That's just like you. Do you like when you get a relationship? Do you like deactivate it or? Is yeah, like, I don't have. I don't have okay. a Tinder a Tinder profile. Got you. What's so funny is we didn't meet on Tinder, mm-hmm. but jokingly. We matched on Tinder. Oh, we did. Uh, obviously, right, we right, didn't right, meet right, on right. Tinder. We met like in person, but jokingly, like we matched on Tinder. We gotta talk about that um, online dating. Yeah. I've only, I've only, I've been on two dates off of Tinder. And how was that? The very first date I went on off of Tinder, mm-hmm. we dated for two and a half years. Oh, shut up. Mm-hmm. Oh, so shit do work. I, I mean, yes. Pseudo work. I mean, you know. Yeah, like I'm. I don't, I'm not knocking it, but it was also when Tinder first came out, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like known as like a hookup. I was on the exit. I like. I, yeah, like, it really. App. It yeah, really was like, like like oh, you can meet people and like mm-hmm. go on a date. So like we Boom. met and we went on a date and we dated for two and a half years. Oh, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Okay. I Here mean, Facebook was kind of like that, honestly, because I mean. Your interests, majors, and stuff like this before everybody got on, and then yes. like, oh, she's I mean, cute. definitely, you yeah. could definitely use it, use the, the, this it, idea of a profile, right? As certainly, absolutely, certainly, certainly, it, it assists with speed dating. Yeah, you're like, oh, nope, can't. Mm-hmm. You ever did speed dating? No, I've never done speed. I've never done speed dating like real live. Right, speed dating. I did one. It was like a program mm-hmm. at Morgan's, like one of the RAs. Did a program. It was actually pretty fun, though. So I mean, it was cool. Yes. Um, but I think I think that that's like when are you emotionally available? Mm-hmm. You know, when have you moved on? And I think to me, a telltale sign is if that mm-hmm. person hits you up and it's like, you know, good morning, like how are you? Like thought about you. Do you fall back into this? Like, oh, I'm well, like, I'm fine. Right. Like, that, or do you, like, thanks so much for checking in on me. I'm doing well. I hope everything's going well for you in your life. Be blessed. Mm-hmm. Like, what energy do you give, give back, back to that? Right, right. Right? 
Because people mm. understand, and this is sort of kind of leading into the conversation, but people understand the emotional, like, how do we emotionally hook people? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, so, I think I that... I still a, got her, or I still got her. Yeah, right? I think yeah. a really good sign is just, like, if you were to get a text message or a phone call, mm-hmm. like, how business are you able to be? Right. Right? Or, like, do you fall back into, like, mm-hmm. relationship-type things? I mean, my ex hit me up, and y'all, y'all cracked up Nigga, when you, I said you, something. Yeah, you're mean. I said, you're and I was, mean. That was mean. You were mean, dog. That wasn't mean. That yeah. was being funny. Then I plugged the podcast. Make sure you check out the podcast. You did plug the shit out of that. Has he listened? I don't know. Oh, because he never Yeah. I should ask Weddy. Because they were BFFs. Yes. No, but yeah, I just think it's about being emotionally ready mm-hmm. to like move on. Like, I think if something in you does that, a lot of that right. to happen, then it's like, okay, you're not really ready. Right. So, okay, one thing people didn't say, like one person did say, and I'm surprised women didn't say, as far as just going back to what they're familiar with. See, but I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily cheating. So if I'm in a relationship, oh, and oh, oh, you mean going yeah, back, going back, from, yeah, like I'm still in a relationship, but I'm revisiting somebody that I used to deal with. Yeah, that's cheating. But then yeah, it's absolutely cheating. But then but, it's like, then you have to figure out: is it like, damn, I want that old thing back, mm-hmm. or is it out of just like comfort and familiarity, or they weren't quite over that? Because I think that can, that can absolutely be a, a situation um, where a person just. They revisited because they, they weren't quite over. They moved on too quickly, and they jumped into something that they wasn't quite ready for. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I think that my my biggest hope for that people can take away from listening to both of these episodes is that like this is like you know men are from Mars and women are from Venus. It's like no. All of us are on planet Earth. Dirt. And it's like dirt. very similar. Mm-hmm. Like we're very as 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 different and as and as like, oh, this is how God sings this time with me. It's like, no, both Boom. of these things are like very similar. Right. Absolutely. There was not a whole lot of differences in it. I think That's the major thing is, yeah, the, the major thing I felt like it was like people want to assume that it was more emotional ties. For the basis of why women cheated, but in actuality, I think that there's a lot of physical it, stuff. It's, in it's, there. it's definitely both on both sides, though. And again, it goes back into what we want to talk about versus emotional versus physical cheating. But I think at the end of the day, there's um, more similarities, a lot, a hell of a lot more similarities, and the reason why um, both men and women cheat versus why they don't cheat, or differences of the reason why they cheat. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's talk about society really quick. Society, I'm ready. And go. I think society governs what is tolerable and what's okay. And I think that society has made it, has deemed it that it's expected that men cheat because they're just supposed to soil, uh, what's the soil their, their seeds mm-hmm. versus and women are more emotionally vested mm-hmm. in their actions. And, and, like, women just don't fuck just because they like to have sex. 
and it's just that's what men do. And I don't think that's the case at all. That's I just think not, that that's absolutely not the case. That's absolutely not the case. I think you nailed it on the head when you said that's what society. Those are the standards and expectations that society have put forth because. Women absolutely are, like, sex positive. And, like, the old... We have to remember, the oldest occupation in the world is prostitution. prostitution. yeah. Mm. So... But do you think, is, is, is it prostitution the oldest and... Yeah, it is definitely the oldest occupation. But do you think women did it because it was the monetary reason or is it because they just, like, they like having sex? I think it was ownership over my body. Like, this is my body. This is what I'm able to do with my body. And this is how I could use my body to be able to earn a, a living. What the hell else could they do at the time, though? I mean, it was. I mean, for a long time, women weren't allowed to work. No, I get it. That's what I'm saying exactly. Like, makes sense for me. Use your, like, they're able to use their body in a, a very empowering and affirming mm-hmm. way. Like, I don't need anybody to take care of me because I have a tool, I have an asset that I could use to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And it's my body. You like my body? My body. My body. All over your body. Right? Yep. So, like, that's, that's, what, that's how I think of it. Cool. And I also think that society's expectations also play a role in um, about the whole cheating thing mm-hmm. as well. Hmm. I think that society also makes it okay for men to cheat. Like, it's okay. Like, men are going to cheat. Like, men are Right, yeah. And, like, like, if a woman cheats, it's like, no. I also think that's why women say, like, oh, because we are so confident, like, we can get away with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know... First of all, if, if when you talk to women about cheating, they're very, like, um, kind of the same way they are about farting. Like, women like, oh, like, we don't fart. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, you do. And my shit don't stink. Right, like, what are you talking about? Like, everybody, if you have a fucking butthole, mm-hmm. you shit. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? So, I think that there's, like, this, this societal expectation that... Mm-hmm. Have women like being more sneaky because right. I'm a lady. Like I should only I should only lady be of the seen. night kind of thing. Yeah. I should only be seen with like one person. Right. But really they get down with a get mm-hmm. down. So this is the thing. Get though. down with a get down. Are, are women a get down with a get down? Are women more sneaky with it or are just men just more prideful and ego and like, oh she's not gonna cheat on me? And I go back to best man. Like this guy, more chestnut, just swarping down, like, oh, her pussy curved to my dick. Ain't nobody else ever hit that. And then, and he, you know, he swore by that. Baby, when she told him. He was broke. 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 And but so, I also think that that's a part of it, right? Like, this, this, the, that's a part of the toxicity of masculinity where you truly believe. That she can't. She that won't. no other, that that vagina was built for your Made dick. For me. Like, if you don't get the fuck out of here, I'm not doing that. It was. She just didn't know it at the time. No, no, no. <laughs> it. Was it? And that's why Harper was in it. Oh, shit. Whew. But she also cheated out of revenge. Yes, yes. He had been doing other things. And I felt bad for in that situation because 
that Harper was her best friend mm-hmm. and she she got was doing it for revenge, but she knew that the emotions that he had. Right. So Harper had emotions for her. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember the movie vaguely, so that's Harper what I'm Harper wasn't out there like, oh, I'm trying to fuck like I'm trying to fuck her. Right, right, right. Like right, he was right. like, This is my best friend. The moment happened, she knew how to manipulate it and they had sex. Mm. She wanted to have sex. Right. Because he had been having sex. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah I forgot that part. Yeah. He had been running around. He was a football player. Right. He had been running around doing whatever. And she knew, and she says it. Mm. I knew that I knew it would hurt you. Mmm. Touche, touche. She didn't, it didn't come out until the book. Right, 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 right. I think it was more like. Again, it was revenge, but not so much, oh, to do it to get back. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Because if it was, she would have said something. Right, yeah. listen. It was in her head. It was yeah. the and that fact was enough. that she knew. Right, and that was enough. And that was it. Like, boy. Boy. You thought it was. Yeah. And it comes to, like, the whole, like, because he didn't know. Because he was so believing that her pussy exactly. that In her head, that was enough. She right. was like, boy. You, you think so? You think it. And like that, she loved him. Yeah. It wasn't that she didn't love him. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, this was fun. This was fun. Thank you all so much for listening and also responding to our surveys and hanging out with us on the Whiskey Walk. Thank you for loving us. And we are really, really excited about our round table. We also are going to be, um, to start off season three, we have some great new additions. Mm-hmm. Don't say too much, though. Don't, don't, say, say, too much. Yeah, don't say too much. Don't, don't give it too much. much. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's, at the end of season two finale, we're mm-hmm. going to tell them what, the, um, what we're doing for season three. Bad. All right, abrogado. Abrogado. Say you fly if your friends say you loyal, throw your worldies in the sky.